Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Tuesday, June 27, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? A lot of stuff on the docket. Let's start with something we talked about yesterday. This was the title of the video last night. On time turn or trap door. Little bit of clickbait, but what we talked about in the video was an on time turn. So it really wasn't clickbait, but the people that make comments about the trap door, they don't watch the video, they just see trap door, and that confirms their bias called confirmation bias. We talked about the market pulling back into what? Home base. Home base is the 20 period moving average. They did exactly that. We talked about it from the time they were still going up. They're going to have to come back to run a test or at least get in the vicinity of home base. Now, they didn't touch it. They came very close. That's garden variety market behavior. We talked about this too. Sometimes they come up short. Other times they spike them through. They leave traders waiting for the 20 period moving average at the altar. By the way, Inside the Numbers and Inside the Numbers Live Room members took a nice ride up north on the long side today for many, many points across the board for a lot of different traders. We've got something for everybody. The folks in the live room heard me pound the table on a myriad of issues going on in the market this morning that was confirming that they were going to go higher. They tried to break down. They couldn't break down. They came back to our pivot. It's important to know the pivot from an intraday trading perspective. Why is that? Because how can you trade without knowing where the market remains bullish or turns bullish or remains bearish or turns bearish? You have to know that place. Do you know that place each and every day? Inside the number members know that place. Back to the daily chart. So they had a pullback. It was an on-time type of situation into or very close to that elusive 20-period moving average. And today we had a nice rally higher on what we call in the trading parlance a relief rally. Forget the wall of worry stuff. I'm sure yesterday the market was down based on the Russia thing over the weekend. I didn't even bring that up yesterday. Why? Because it's not important. It's just another brick in the wall of worry. It has nothing to do with price and time as it relates to the market. As a refresher, we look at the weekly chart and last week was what we call an inside week. They're starting to eat time off the clock. They're still in the same place they were last week, up today, but same place they were last week. They're eating time off the clock. Can they continue to do so for another week or two? Absolutely. We don't know they will, but they can. Can the markets give an appearance of a fake out routine tomorrow? Can they pull back a little bit? Of course they can. They can do what's called a garden variety retracement of today's move. Let's use this for learning purposes. This is a 120 minute chart. We can use a variety of charts for this exercise. I just picked this one. So we're gonna focus on the last breakout area in the sequence. So let's understand what happened before we do that. So the market comes down. Fair enough, it makes a bottom yesterday. Now on the way back up, they have to eclipse a certain place right here. 
They broke out above that place today. If they come back on a garden variety retracement, that's an area that should provide garden variety of chart support. It also would be coming back to test from above the convergence or almost convergence of the 50 and 20 period moving averages, testing them once they got above, coming back for the retest, coming back to the last breakout area in the sequence for the retest. That's all garden variety market behavior. What happens to be that number? Well, how about 435? Nice semi-fat round number. High of this candle, 135.06. Let's look at this down to a five-minute chart. We'll do a little of the work that will show up for inside the number members on Wednesday morning. 435.06 is that spot we just spoke about. If they spike it and get below 435, the next place down is 434.66. What does that represent? It represents a 382 retracement of the move from the low made yesterday to the high made today. So if they're on a pullback situation, we could expect garden variety of chart support right into this zone. Now, if they open up below there on Wednesday, something else is developing and certainly inside the number members will have a beat on exactly what it is. Let's get deeper into inside the numbers. It was turnaround Tuesday. We certainly had the turnaround. They've been floating up or at least trying to all night, but then they started going down toward the flat line early in the morning. No big deal. The big picture is they've come back in the neighborhood of home base. We've talked about this for two weeks. If they have to hit a number down below to satisfy the 20 period moving average, so be it. We're aware of that. Let's get down to the numbers. Let's start with the pivot. You have to have a pivot if you're trading in the market from an intraday perspective, at least from where I sit. We'll start with 432.65. Now, you got to go way back to this morning to see 432.65. It was, in fact, the pivot. Now, I want to explain something because it's really, really important. So pay attention. You can see them trade around the pivot. That confirms that the pivot, at least early in the morning, is correct. Now, you'll see what the next target is on the upside in the notes in a moment. But here's what we were talking about in the live room. See this candle right here? They had an opportunity to kill the tape. They had an opportunity to test yesterday's low, make a new low, test the 20-period moving average. But instead, they went right back up to run a test and get back above the pivot. That's reading the tape. We talked about it in real time as it was happening. It's a choice. Mrs. Market had a choice, break down or get back above the pivot. She could have broken down. The opportunity was there to break down. The choice was to go right back to the pivot. That's a tell. It's an interpretation of what the market is doing. Once they get back above the pivot, they start closing candles above the pivot. We're talking about all this in real time in the live room and said, hey, look, as long as they stay above the pivot, then the next leg higher takes price to around 434. Call it 13 or 14 S&P handles from the pivot. There it is, 434. They grinded their way up there. They stopped going up temporarily. That's the first order of business with overhead resistance or support. They stop going in the direction they're going. They're either going to pull back or they're going to reverse in the other direction or they go sideways for a while, hang out for a cup of coffee, and then 
continue the move, pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart and double check the work. You can see here, what's the early scoop? The pivot, 432.65. The first target above the pivot is 433.15 and can be overhead resistance. This is from a short-term perspective. And then you see the 434 here as well. So this is all before the opening bell. That's the value of inside the numbers. You have the schematic, you have the setup, you have what we're looking for before the opening bell. About the first target at 433.15. Here you go. The high was 433.30, but the pullback ensued. So that was overhead resistance. It can and did provide a pullback. Did we have some traders short at 433.15? There were some inside the number members that took that trade. We've got something for everybody. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. It's all in here. Once they got above 434, 434.50 was that zone. Then they could assume the resumption of the move if they close candles above. Where would they go? And it's all in here, 435 and then so on and so on. You'll see it in here, everything. Here's 435, everything you need to know from an intraday trading perspective, support, resistance, what they're doing, if they stay below, stay above. It's all in here all day long, everything you need to know. 435.58, 436, it's all in here each and every day. Stuff like this is important because traders that are long taking the ride need to know where the exit points are for the trade. You don't have to exit all at once, but you exit along the way. And a professional trader, by the way, I'm not calling anybody, including myself, a professional trader. I'm just saying professional traders that treat it as a business never have their full position on at the end of a trade, at final target. They take profit along the way because we treat it as a business. How about stocks on the move today? You got CVS, AR, and DVA. DVA didn't hit its entry objective. It's off the table, but we will take a look at the charts of CVS and AR. CVS was getting a haircut at the opening bell. It opened below the first price, so technically this price is off the table. Never got to the second price and reversed, so technically this is a no trade. You can see here 67.26 was the second price. They came up short and reversed. That's fine. That's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. Talk about cookies crumbling. AR was crumbling at the open a little bit. Haircut slash buzz cut at the open. 21.25 was the number. Unfortunately, they played some games with it down here. They came within one penny. The low here was 21.26. They bounced a little bit. They give you a base hit, if you will. The high was 21.43. So on a $20 stock, that's kind of like a base hit. Then they did the deal and took off like a bat out of hell. The manner in which came into play in this one. But the takeaway is, look at that rocket ride. The numbers work. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Well, you had an on-time type of situation. We talked about it ad nauseum yesterday. Into the 100-period moving average, they were sticking there. And today you got a little bit of a relief rally type of situation. Weekly chart, refresher. They did what they were supposed to do. They were breaking the chain of the channel down here. They popped higher. They got right into the resistance area and pulled back. 
We got the trade out of it. We got two exits on an IWM. It was a nice whopper of a trade from a short perspective. That's for lazy swing trader folks. The rest is trader's choice. If you're all out, you're all out. That's fine. The rest is a trailer. Stopped out is fine. They give you more. That's fine too. That's treating it as a business. Before we talked about what if there's a pullback tomorrow in the spiders, but we didn't talk about what if there's a continuation move. What if there's a, what's called in the trading parlance, follow through day. Number one, that would solidify the fact that this was a pullback in an uptrend. And as we know, the trend is your friend until she throws your shit out the window. Now, when I say uptrend, I was specifically referring to the spider chart, the S&P 500. 184.50, write that down, put it on a sticky note, is overhead resistance in the IWM. Did they get there today? The high was 183.99. They have a little bit more to go to hit bona fide overhead resistance. After that, it's about 186. What about the folks down at the transportation department? Good day yesterday, even better day today, up 400 points, 2.7%. Canary in the coal mine. Did we talk about that yesterday? Yes, we did. Canary in the coal mine. This in and of itself was a bullish pullback type of situation. And here's the next rocket ride in progress. The next price target up north would be 15,500. Sticky note material. Pullback, not that it has to happen all in one day, but right here, your last breakout area in the sequence would be bona fide garden variety intraday support. What do you have right underneath it? Today's breakup candle low. At some point, running a test of that area would be garden variety. How about the Q people? Same routine. Yesterday into the 20 period moving average. Today, relief rally was an on-time type of situation. All the markets weren't in the same exact on-time situation, but they were all within one day of each other, and one of them was in an on-time type of situation, so they're all in an on-time type of situation. You gotta give a little slack on either side. Day short, day after, same stuff. Weekly chart, just getting a different perspective. High on the chart, above all the moving averages, certainly eventually will want to come back toward home base. However, the weekly chart is slower moving than the daily chart. They can work off some of that stuff, that too much, too fast type of information on the chart, on the daily chart without having to work it off immediately on the weekly chart. The weekly chart, they can go sideways for a while and then resume the up move. They can come down. They don't have to come all the way down. The daily chart is faster moving. It's more likely they stay closer to home base. Also, by the way, while I'm thinking about it, we have to do a little admin, a little housekeeping stuff. So this is the end of the month. Friday will be the end of June trading. Monday is half a day. And Tuesday, the market's closed for the 4th of July holiday. Not sure how much is going to be going on Friday and Monday. We'll be here likely on Friday. Not 100% sure about Monday just yet. Might use it as an opportunity for a four-day weekend. You got to steal those when you can during the summertime when things are rather quiet. At least in this business anyway. The XLF, the financials, nothing really material going on right now in the financials. Got to rally with the rest of the market up seven-tenths of one percent. A little bit of relative weakness, not enough to raise an eyebrow, but just a touch. 
they're just not out of the woods yet. We're not seeing a lot of buying, institutional buying participation in the financials just yet. Could come out of nowhere, but it's not there yet. Same routine, on-time type of situation. They're trying to make a turn. That's what normally happens around those things. No different over in Smash Mouth, on-time type of situation. Talked about it last night. They never got down to the 145 and change, but they had a nice rally day today like everything else. It was what we call a risk-off type of day. Bounce day, on-time rally day. No surprises, no shockers. Doesn't work 100% of the time, but it works a lot of the time. Have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.